Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. Adrian, I think you and Larry had better come in. Dr. Coleman, is he... He can't last more than a few more moments. He, he's been asking to see you. But does he want me in there, too? I assume so. Come on, Larry. Hold my hand. Here's Adrian, Mr. Gordon, and Larry. Oh, Daddy. How are you feeling? Oh, Daddy, how are you feeling? How do you think I'm feeling? I'm... I'm dying. As if you didn't know. Nonsense, Daddy. And why on this occasion do you begin calling me... Daddy, I'm your stepfather, and you know it. Yes, Hugh. Well, I, I suppose you and, and that, that milk sop you married are already mapping out how you'll spend my money. Please don't talk like that now of all times. I've given you a place to live, tried to guide you, but I don't think you've learned a blasted thing. Oh, but we have, haven't we, Larry? Huh? Oh, uh, yes, 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 indeed, we have. See? I never knew two adult human beings who are more helpless and stupid than you. Thank the powers that be you married each other instead of ruining two other lives. Now, Mr. Gordon, you mustn't get overwrought. Now, go out and write up the death certificate, you old vulture. You! I just want to warn you both now. Remember everything I've told you. And try... Try to muddle through if you can <laughs> without my guidance. <laughs> I think you'd better wait outside. <laughs> Mr. Gordon? Miss, Mr. Gordon? Mr. Gordon? Doctor, is he? I'm afraid so, Adrian. Well, excuse us, Doctor. I, I want to get Adrian out of this room. Certainly. Go ahead. I'll be out shortly. <laughs> Larry, Larry, Larry. I know, honey, I know. Oh, Larry, we're free. We're free at last. Free? Well, it certainly looks that way, and that's just what Adrian and Larry Jenkins have wanted for so long. Freedom from the tyranny of cantankerous old Hugh Gordon. 
the self-taught inventor, self-proclaimed genius, and self-styled expert on everything. Yes, Adrian and her husband are free now to dispose of that hulking, gloomy old three-story rock pile where they were living as servants to Hugh Gordon, and that's exactly what they intend to do. But wouldn't you know, even in death, Hugh Gordon has found a way to continue to dominate his stepdaughter and her husband, which makes for a unique tale of suspense tonight as Crisis presents Douglas Young and Pat French in The Dear Departed. Act One in just a minute. Well, Adrian, Larry, I guess I've done all I can do around here. The body is on its way to the mortuary. I'll send in the death certificate. Do you want me to get you anything to quiet your nerves, help you sleep tonight? No, thank you, Dr. Coleman. No, I think Adrian and I will be able to sleep just fine. Yes, well, you you do seem to be bearing up quite well, I must say. Thank you for everything, Doctor. There wasn't much I could do. He, he was an old man, but, well, if you'd only permitted someone to have a look at him now and then instead of prescribing for himself. Eh, too late for that. Good night, now. Good night, Doctor. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. We're alone for the first time in nine long years. I feel like a puppet that's just had its strings cut. No, no, that's not a very good analogy. I feel like a puppet who's just been given a life of her own. Mm. Oh, Larry... Doesn't it feel wonderful just to be able to lie in bed here and talk in a normal tone of voice? Boy, he used to be like a barracks sergeant in basic training. Lights out at ten, no talking. Let's face it, though. The only reason we put up with it all these years is, where else could we live for nothing? Now, don't start that again, Larry. Times are tough. You've tried to get a job. Yeah, but maybe the old guy was right after all. Maybe I am stupid. Larry, you're insulting my tastes in husbands. I found you, and I love you. And you've put up with an awful lot from my stepfather. Why, any other man would have walked out years ago. Well, it's all water under the bridge now. Let's turn out the light and get some sleep. Right. Oh, for heaven's sake. We're such creatures of habit, Larry. It's just ten o'clock. We don't have to live by his stupid rules anymore. We can do whatever we want. It's ten o'clock. Lights out, Adrian. Larry, no more talking. Larry? Did you hear what I heard? It's impossible. Where are you going? Turn on the light, Adrian. That was his voice. It sounded like it came from just outside our door. Larry. Shh, shh. I'm going to jerk the door open and... Larry, what is it? Nothing. Well, of course nothing. I, I don't know what I expected to find. Maybe... Maybe we just imagined it. Both of us. That, that must have been it. What do they call it? Uh, a conditioned reflex. When we heard the clock strike ten, we expected to hear his voice outside our door. Just as we always heard it for nine years. That was it. It has to be. Well, sounds crazy, but... Like you say, that... That has to be it. 
Good morning. I'm Evangeline Withers from the real estate agency. I came right over after you called. Yeah, well, uh, you made good time. Well, you sounded as if you were in a hurry. Uh, you are Mr. Jenkins? Yeah, right. Uh, Larry Jenkins. And uh, this is my wife, Adrian. How do you do, Mrs. Jenkins? Please come in, won't you? Thank you. So, the old Gordon mansion is finally on the market. Oh? You know about the place? Well, who doesn't? When I was a little kid growing up in this town, they used to dare me to sneak onto the property. They claimed the place was... <laughs> audit. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, Mr. Gordon was my stepfather. Nine years ago, Larry and I were married, and we came to live here and sort of look after Mr. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Why they don't build them this way anymore? Eh, not in this country, anyway. Walls are all made of stone. Ceilings are 12 feet high. Must be a lot of fun to heat and clean. Oh, it's not so bad, really. Uh, Miss Withers, do you think you can sell it? Well, uh, may I have a look around? Oh, oh sure, sure, come on. We'll, uh, we'll start you on the upper floor. Well, you've seen just about everything in the place. This is the basement. Incredible. It's like a medieval manor house. Oh, what's in there? Oh, this was the uh, old man's workshop. Uh, laboratory, whatever you want to call it. He did his inventing down here. Spent hours just tinkering. May I see? We haven't touched a thing in there yet. I, I mean, it's probably a mess. Oh, never mind that. This is private property. Stay out if you know what's good for you. What was that? Well, what was what? Is there somebody in there? No, no, it's... Uh, well, uh, oh, it's someone from the junk company, probably. They're, they're sorting out all of Mr. Gordon's old equipment. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, uh, don't you want to uh, head on back upstairs now, Miss Withers? Well, of course, if we show the place to a prospect, we'll have to be able to let him see every room. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, naturally, of course. Oh, don't you worry, Miss. But I mean, if the place isn't ready to show... Oh, it'll be ready. Uh, uh, what do you think we can uh, get for the house? Well, just as a rough estimate... Well, we I... don't expect to get the top dollar. Oh, no, no, no. We're willing to be very reasonable. Well, let's see. I figure there's about 4,000 square feet. And the garage out back. The heating plant is pretty old. That, that's a slate roof, by the way. It lasts forever, those slate roofs do. Taxes on this place would run pretty high. The yard could be improved, I admit. Oh, and, and we'll knock off something for that gladly. Well, just as a quick estimate, I, I'd say the place would bring, as is, between twenty-two and 24000 For this huge place? Why, they're selling little tiny cracker boxes for more than that. That's just it. Fuel prices the way they are. Nobody wants a big, cold, drafty place anymore. All right, Miss Withers. Uh, what could you get us on a quick sale? I, I mean, a very quick sale. That's hard to say. First, I'd have to find someone who's in the market for for this sort of house. Somebody will want it. Oh, yes. Somewhere there's a buyer for every home. I'll see what I can do. You have our number. You call us. Uh, we'll consider any offer. Yes, there's... yes, any offer. Larry, did you hear what she said? When she was a kid, they all thought the place was haunted, and it is. Oh, come on, Larry. Now, now, now listen, listen. Last night we might have imagined we heard his voice, but just now, down in the basement, you heard it, I heard it, and she heard it, and she never even knew Gordon. Well, someone is pulling our leg, Larry. Come with me. Where are you going? Down to the basement again. Come on. What are you going to do down there? Come on. Look, listen, Adrian. Old man Gordon was, was always dreaming of all kinds of weird gadgets down there. Do you think that maybe... I don't know. I 
don't know what to think. Here we are at his workshop. Now think. She tried to open the door, didn't she? Yeah. And when she put her hand on the knob, like this... I told you, this is private property. Now get away from here or you'll regret it. Now, if you could explain again exactly what you want me to do, folks. Uh, you're an electrician, right? Almost 20 years in the same address. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, well what we want you to do is... Now, this is going to sound kind of funny. Huh? We want you to find out if there are hidden loudspeakers in this house. Huh? In the walls, in, in the ceiling, anywhere. Why would there be hidden loudspeakers? We don't know. We just want you to, to trace the wires or whatever you do. You can start down in the workshop in, in the basement. Come with us. We'll show you. It's down these stairs. I always wanted to see the insides of this place. Oh, good, good. You're going to get your chance. This will hand you a laugh, but when I was a kid in town, there was a big rumor out that the place was haunted by a... <laughs> by a mad scientist. You don't say. Oh, here we are. Uh, you, you got the key, Adrian? Right here. Uh, you see, you see, we have a, a theory, Mr. Becker. We we think maybe someone's playing a trick on us, and trick? Yeah, like um, well, we wondered if there's a tape recorder down here in the workshop somewhere that plays little messages through loudspeakers in the walls. Well, you'll see what I mean. Uh, now, now go ahead, take the key and open the door. Huh? You sure it's all right? Uh, try the knob first. Okay. Okay. Now what do I do? Huh? Well. Try the key in the door. Okay, whatever you say. Huh. Dark in here. Where's the light? I, I think it's on the wall beside the door. Well, I'll see if I can feel it. You see, Mr. Becker, this room was the private workshop of my stepfather. He was a very famous inventor. This is where he did all his work, and he, he never let anyone into the room. Ah, uh, there. I found the switch. Huh. Must be the lights burned out. I'll just have to use my flashlight. There we go. Huh? What is it? You sure this is a door to a workshop? Sure, we're sure. Come here, look. Sure don't look like a workshop to me. What do you mean? See? Three feet beyond this doorway. There's a solid brick wall. A brick wall? I'd say whatever was in that workshop of your stepfather's it's sure sealed up, but good. All right, Larry. What do we do now? Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm not going to spend another night in this house. We just can't walk away and leave it. And we can't live in it either, thanks to that old dictator of a father-in-law. Stepfather-in-law. Adrian, how's he doing it? It's got to be a tape. Sure, sure, it's got to be. But how, how? Where's it coming from and what sets them off? Well, the clock, for one thing. At 10 p.m. every night, that could play the tape that says, Lights out, no more talking. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the door to the workshop. Yeah, yeah, but only you didn't do it when that electrician tried it. Yeah, that's right. You know, Adrian, that leaves only one other possibility. What's that? 
that the old man has come back to haunt us. Don't be serious. I am serious, Adrian. He's just mean enough. He'll he'll figure a way to do it. Well, I'll, I'll get it. Uh, hello. Oh, hello, Miss Withers. Oh, you've got a looker. <laughs> well, sure, sure. Bring him right over. Yeah, right, sure, sure. We'll be waiting for you. There is the answer to our prayers, honey. That was Miss Withers, the real estate woman. She's got someone who wants to look the place over. She's bringing him right over, too. Oh, great. And what happens when the tapes start going off all over the place? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. L- look, we can say, um... We can say I'm a stereo fan. Uh, or that I'm, um... I'm a special effects man for the movies. Yeah. Uh, that'd probably impress them, all right. We just say I- I- I've rigged the place with special effects. I've got it for Halloween. Oh, Larry, Halloween isn't for six months or more yet. Now, listen to me, you bumbling imbeciles. Oh, my golly. For nine years, I sheltered you two pea brains under my roof. And the first thing you do after I'm dead is start ushering a bunch of strangers through my house. I want it stopped, you hear? Stopped! Larry? Larry? Did you hear that? It, it can't be real. It came from this wood paneling. Here, by the entry hall. I'm sure of it. Larry, go get an axe. An axe? Go down to the tool room and get an axe and chop this panel and see what's behind it. All right. Here's the axe. But do you think... You've got to get to the bottom of it. Go on. Well... Go on. Chop into the paneling. It's only thin veneer. Well, uh, all right. Okay. Here goes. You ignorant fathead. You'll never find me. Harry, it's coming from the ceiling. I can't reach the ceiling. I can't take another minute in this place or I'll go nuts. What are we going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get out of here while we're still in our right minds. Come on. But that real estate lady is coming. Well, leave the front door open. Come on, will you? But where are we going? I don't know. Anywhere. Anywhere. Larry, all our clothes are back. Look, get some more. Come on. How will we get in touch with the real estate lady? We'll phone her. We'll phone her. Come on. We're going to check into a hotel. Come on. Well, it isn't much, but at least we haven't got hidden loudspeakers or ghosts or whatever. I've... I've never been to a hotel right here in our own town. Well, neither have I. But at least we'll be able to get a good night's sleep. Oh, Larry. Larry, call the house and see if Miss... What's her name? The, the real estate lady got in all right. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. Uh, let's see. Where's the phone? Uh, oh, here it is. Hello? Yes, uh, give me 992-7530, uh, please. That's right. Sure hope she got in all right. Yeah. I don't know what she'll think about the hole I put in that veneer paneling in the entry hall. Well, you'll have to think up something to explain that. Uh, it, it's ringing. Oh, what if she never tried the front door? Uh, wait a minute. Hello? Uh, Miss Withers? Uh, this is Mr. Jenkins. Yes. Well, well, I'm sorry we had to rush out before you got there, but we were uh, called away on some urgent business. But you, you got in all right, I see. Explain about the paneling. You what? Oh, you did bring a prospect. Uh, how does he like it? Really? He does? She says her client is crazy about the place. Uh, say, listen, I-, I wanted to explain about that broken paneling there in the entry hall. Oh, is that so? She says the guy doesn't mind a bit. He's handy with tools and... Wait a minute. Uh, say, uh, have you discussed price? 
Well, we're willing to sacrifice the place if we have to. Yeah, sure. Anything to make him happy. Look, um, why don't I just leave the details to you, and uh, I'll be around to your office in the morning, and we can sell everything then, all right? Oh, um, and we'll be staying uh, out of town overnight. Mm-hmm. Yes. And thank you, Miss Withers. You're really some real estate woman. Well, that was the owner. He explained that he and his wife were called away suddenly on business, but he's evidently willing to consider just about any offer you'd care to make on the place. To tell you the truth, this couple seems to be almost unconcerned about money. So I think you can make yourself a fantastic savings if you act now. Of course, there's a lot of fixing up to do, and it is an older house, but I... I like older things, Miss Withers. And I'm very familiar with this sort of construction. I've grown accustomed to it over a lifetime. And this is where I plan to spend all the rest of my time. The Dear Departed Tonight's feature on Crisis Starred Pat French and Douglas Young With Brooks Woolley, Shirley Aries, and Ben Gorley and was written and directed by yours truly, Jim French. Crisis is distributed by Nostalgia Broadcasting Corporation, Post Office Box 10914, St. Petersburg, Florida, 